one of the uh, characteristics of my personality, which has been both a benefit and a curse, has, which is pretty much my entire personality, but one of the facets is uh, that I tend to question everything. Now, you know, the older I get, that at a certain point you stop questioning and you arrive at, at truth or what you believe to be true and you accept that. But certainly uh, all throughout high school and college and seminary, um, I was constantly getting into fights and arguments uh, with my professors. And fights might be a little, well, no, there are a couple of those. I mean, not physical altercate, no, nothing like that, you know, but verbal, absolutely. So um, it's in my nature to, I guess, uh, to just question. So when I, when I look at the scriptures, or I hear the stories, especially like the first reading today, first thing I ask is, why did that happen? Why did God do that? You know, my encouragement, I think this is actually a good thing. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm this way. And my encouragement, especially for all of us who are Catholic and, and especially if, if you're in school, is never be afraid of questioning. Never be afraid of asking why. That's what education is for. Education is not for us to be indoctrinated by, by the, the political whims of the system. It's really supposed to be about a pursuit of truth. So when we look at the scriptures, we, we, especially the Old Testament, it can be kind of uh, difficult, perhaps, to understand what or why God does what he does or what's attributed to God. You know, for instance, you look at the, the Passover, right? So the final plague comes to Egypt, and God says, I'm going to kill every firstborn male unless you slaughter a lamb and consume that lamb in your household and put the blood of that lamb on your doorpost. Then I'll pass over your house and spare you. And this will make Pharaoh release you and, and you'll be able to, to go to the promised land. And of course, immediately I'm like, why does God do that? Why does he do it that way? Why that way and not another way? Why a lamb? Why the blood? Why would he do that? And if we just look at the incident, right, that moment or that event, might, it, it, why does it have to be that way? All right, another one, and this has confounded people or it's, it's provoked, you know, writings and arguments and, and doubts about God for, for centuries, which is our first reading, that of Abraham. So remember, God makes a covenant with Abraham, and he says, of your descendants, I will make a great nation. There will, there will be a multitude of your descendants. And I will be your God, and, and you will be my people. He, he forms the covenant with Abraham. And then he basically, basically says to Abraham, okay, hurry up and wait. Because Sarah didn't conceive for years and years and years and years until her conceiving of Isaac seemed miraculous. She gives birth to Isaac. Isaac starts to grow up. And God says, take your only son up the mountain and make of him a sacrifice to me. Kill him. 
Well, Abraham said that the Lord God would be his God and that he would follow and that he would be obedient, and he was. But God also said, of your descendants, I will make of this great nation, I will make this great nation. Why would God do this? Why would, this ask, why would God ask this of me? You can imagine the consternation, at the least, Abraham must have been feeling and thinking. Why this? But we're told Abraham is obedient. Takes Isaac up the mountain, puts wood on his back, follow me up. And there he's about to make a holocaust of Isaac. And of course, the angel stays his hand and says, no, God does not want you to follow through. Why would God do that? What's the point? Well, what we're told is that it's really only in the light of Jesus Christ that divine revelation makes sense. So, therefore, it's only in the light of Jesus Christ that this Old Testament stuff can really make sense. And these two examples are are paramount. So imagine God taking a primitive people who is very, very early on in their understanding of their relationship with him, and he wants to bring those people along to salvation, but he needs to prepare them. He needs to form them, right? That he's just not going to make it happen right away, but he, he wants to actually build a people, a group, a church. He's going to reveal things incrementally. And so he gives the Jews, the early Jews, these experiences of him, which were so foundational and so striking that they would as in the Passover, they would continue to celebrate this every year. They would, they would rem- and he told them, you, you need to do this as, as a memorial to me. You're going to do this meal as a memorial over and over and over and over. It's going to be built into your culture. Why would he do that just to do it, to eat a bad meal? <laughs> Here's a meal you're not going to enjoy. Do it every year. Okay, well, why? Well, because it's not about the meal per se. It's about what God will ultimately reveal when Jesus Christ himself takes the the bread and the wine and says, this is my body. Consume it because I am the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. You see, God gives them this experience of Passover, of saving them from, from the death of slavery an actual death that they would have experienced. He gives them this meal that they will continue to practice until he gives that meal its proper fulfillment in the Eucharist. It's like God knew what he was doing. right? If you see it through that lens, it's like, oh, well, so God... So God gave an ancient people this story and this idea to help form them so that when he finally revealed himself definitively in Jesus Christ, it would make sense. And that's why early on, right, John chapter 6, the Lord talks about the Eucharist and people leave him in droves, because, not because they misunderstood him. You don't leave somebody because he's talking in symbol. You leave somebody because he actually meant literally 
you will eat his body and drink his blood. That's why you leave. So they did. The apostles didn't leave. But at the Passover meal, Jesus takes the bread and the wine and he says, this is my body. And it would have connected it all. All of it would have made sense. Oh, that's what you meant, you know, in the previous chapter. (laughs) That's what you meant back then. You were referring to this. You didn't explain how it was going to happen back then because you wanted people to have faith. But now you're revealing it to us, and now it makes sense. And it also makes sense why we would repeat it because we've been doing it for centuries now with the Passover meal. Now you're going to transform the Passover meal into the Holy Eucharist. This was your intention. Now go to Abraham. By making Abraham wait, soul and Sarah, wait so long for Isaac. Imagine how much Abraham cherished Isaac. Can you imagine the love and just the, the gratitude Abraham and Sarah must have had for Isaac? I mean, you always have gratitude. Well, not always have gratitude for your kids, but most of the time you have, <laughs> you know. I mean, you have gratitude for your kids. Of course you do. But just imagine Abraham in that moment, right, or in that that. Uh, sort of existential reality of having waited for so long. And then finally, Isaac is here. And he starts to teach Isaac. He starts to form him. and, And he's the promise of the descendants of Abraham. And then God asks him to do what he asked him to do. I mean, it's, 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 too much of an ask to ask any father to do that. But even more so when this is Abraham's only begotten son, his only son, his beloved son, to ask a father to sacrifice his son. And then for, you know, then, then for the Jews to remember, well, God didn't make Abraham do it. He didn't make him do it. He didn't make him follow through. It was a a sort of test of his faith. And then we have Jesus, the only begotten Son of the Father. And God the Father allowed Isaac to be spared, would not spare his son. And this would help the people understand what a great sacrifice this was even for God to allow his own son to die. And he would not spare his son. He would make of his son. He would make this ultimate sacrifice that he did not expect, ultimately, of Abraham. And just like Isaac, who carried the wood up the mountain, so Jesus carries his cross up the mount to where he was killed. It's not just convenient symbolism. It's like God planned it this way. Because he did. When we look at our lives and the things that sort of happen to us, especially the bad things, but not just the bad things, 
There's certainly times we look at it and we wonder, why God that? Why did that happen? Why did you allow that to happen? Why did you maybe even cause that to happen in my life? It's, it's very common to ask why God does what he does, and there's nothing wrong with it. But God has a plan. He didn't just have a plan for his church and for divine revelation and Abraham and his son. He has a plan for you and I. And the things that happen to us are not just random. They're divine providence. How God will use it, we usually never can see in the moment. But we sure can see with years removed. And we've had that experience over and over again. And so whatever it is, you know, you think of things like, you know, the illness of a child, the death of a loved one, uh, the, a relationship that just falls apart, divorce, tragedy. There's so many things that we could think of. Why did God do this to me or why did God allow this to happen to me? God has a plan. And he will work through the imperfections that we have in our lives and those around us. And one of the things that we, we must do repeatedly is grow our faith and trust in him. You look at the world and you think it's all crumbling, it's all going to you know where. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure God has a plan. He saw it. He knew it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen before he created it in the first place. I'm pretty sure he has a plan. Trust God. We need to be steadfast in our trust of him and truly believe and know that he will prevail.